Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. Um, this is an exciting one for me. I was saying, Callie, while you were in uh, getting the bottle there for uh, uh, Alex, that our one of our guests tonight, Joe Ammerman, has interviewed me several times on coaches shows and after ball games. And uh, tonight I get to flip the script on him a little bit. Yeah, and, he's usually the interviewer. So. And, yeah, so I get to ask some questions tonight. So I'm excited about that. And uh um, before we get started, I do want to thank our sponsors. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's insurance agent and should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he will be happy to take care of any of your insurance needs. Contact information for Tommy. You can contact him at 812-372-4483 at extension 2447. And remember to tell him that APR Podcast sent you. Looking for a new tattoo? Looking for a professional piercer to add to your body art? There's no reason to drive to Indy or Louisville. Just visit Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor in Crothersville, Indiana. Beauty from Ashes is located just past the Dollar General on Highway 31. Stop in and check out the amazing work done by all four artists at the shop. Each artist has a unique and personal style, but all do amazing work. The shop is family-friendly, so don't hesitate to bring your kids or loved ones with you when you stop by to get some ink. Check out all the artists' work on their Facebook page and book an appointment today with either Kyle, Martha, Billy, or Lily. You won't be disappointed. Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor, Crothersville, Indiana. All right. Well, got through our uh, sponsors there. And like I said, I am excited. Um, you know, I've known Joe for a long time here, Callie. And, uh, well, the 10 years that I've been here in, in Jennings County and working in Jennings County. So I, I want to welcome our guests tonight, Joe and Kim Ammerman. So welcome to Married with Children, the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Can I still call you coach? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Joe. Absolutely. It, it won't change. So. Joe, I want to start with you. I mean, the the idea, you've been in the radio game now for, what, 20-plus years, correct? 
How about, uh, is it 35? Is oh, it gosh. 35? I think I think you're in your 37th year. Something Jenny's like that. Uh, I thought it was like 27 or 28. I'm so an I old was, man. <laughs> I, you don't look it. I'll, I'll play. But so 37 years, we think. I'm almost positive. Why? I, I started with the 82-83 uh, basketball season. Okay. So you do the math. So Man. Yeah, so thirty six. Okay, Callie's the math teacher, so I'm looking to her for the uh, <laughs> the verification. Yeah. Um, so you started in the eighty two eighty three basketball season. So was that really where you started? Because I know you do the Joe Show in the morning now on the radio and things. Did you start just in the basketball in the sports arena? No, I was doing. Uh, I, I had worked part time at the radio station for about three years, I think, uh, almost right out of high school, and then. Um, uh, turned down full-time opportunities two or three times and then uh, took on the midday show and um, when I did there was a guy uh, doing doing sports play-by-play and I said hey you know I'm kind of interested if you need a helper can I go along and he said sure and I think by midway through the baseball season the next year I was doing play-by-play and he was gone so <laughs> tends to happen <laughs> What is what do you think the toughest part? Because you do a tremendous job, and I'm not just saying that because you're sitting here. You do a heck of a job with play-by-play. Thank you. Um, what do you think the toughest part of of being that play-by-play guy is? Because I always the color guy is easy. The I, in my opinion, the play-by-play guy, you got to kind of be on it and get things right. I guess keeping the broadcast interesting when the game is not interesting. That's probably yeah, the that's, tough part. That's probably true. Yeah. And over that 37 years, what are some of the the best things you've gotten the opportunity to call? I think still at the top of my list is the 85 baseball team that went to the Final Four uh, at Bush Stadium in Indianapolis. That was was amazing. Uh, I was still really pretty new at that time, and uh, to get to go up there was was a lot of fun. you know uh, the the Rob Kent basketball team in '98, I think it was, uh, went to semi state. That was pretty exciting. Um, and then you know, there's just been individual game highlights. Oh that yeah, are memorable. You know. And, Who, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, who's probably your favorite uh, player to watch, whether it's Jennings County or an opponent? Who could you would you say? I mean, in any sport, I guess. Do you have a favorite or a handful of your top? Yeah, that that I've seen play. Yeah. Um, well, certainly Damon Bailey uh, when he was at Bedford, uh, that was exciting. Uh, my my father in law used to come to, like to come down and go to the game with me uh, <laughs> just so he could see Damon play. And yeah. I went with you too. If, uh, if Ed Erdl's listening to this, he, I know he no, he'll need a beep button at home right there. I'm for sorry, that. Ed. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? I remember thinking uh, I'll never see a high school basketball player like that again. And I think it was the very next year. Uh, or soon after that, that a, a team came in for a, a one-time deal to play Jennings County uh, from uh, Louisville, and Allen Houston was on that oh, team. Oh, really? And it was like, okay, maybe there is a high school player better than Damon Bailey. Wow. Uh, he was amazing. And, you know, and I, I think the craziest thing, and we, we saw a brief – little bit about it i mean obviously i was really young when damon came through but i've growing up in the mitchell bedford area i've i've heard all of the folklore of damon but you know we saw a little bit with romeo but even with romeo it was different than the craze of what i think damon was well i think because high school basketball is different than it was uh, back yeah then. 
Yeah. Yeah. When you had that that single class and everybody was in it, and you, and you couldn't get it any other way. I mean, you could see Romeo's highlights on YouTube or watch, you know, Facebook or whatever. When Damon was playing, you really had to get a ticket and go see him play to really see what it was. I can still see the Seymour the gym when uh, a team would lose in maybe an afternoon game of the regional and people selling their tickets Scalping to the them. Bedford fans. You know, I got two here. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't happen like that anymore. No, it I mean, it's, it, it is. And like I said, Romeo brought a lot of you know excitement to it, but it wasn't like what it was back when Damon was playing and, and, and kudos to those Jennings County teams, because, you know, I tease that about it all the time, but they might've been the second best. I probably the for sure the second best team in Southern Indiana outside of them, because it was the only team that could, that really gave them fits was, was Bedford and Damon. So it was a great team. It's too bad that they had to be in that same, you know, conference (laughs) sectional and, and see each other all the time. So, but so I'm going to ask you this too, and this this may be an unfair question. What what is your favorite sport to cover? Oh, I would probably have to say basketball. That was the sport I grew up loving the most, um, and it's you know there's no downtime when you're mm-hmm. when you're doing aside from you know filling halftime, but uh, there's no downtime. The game is constantly going, and so I I, I do enjoy that. Do you have any idea how many um, color guys you've had in the 37 years? Wow. Um, no, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, <laughs> there have been there have been some people that have just you know stepped in for a game or two. For a game or two. So, um, good question. I'll have to think about that one. Well, and you know it's kind of cool because I had actually uh, Friday night at the basketball game. I had a young lady. She's a student there now. She came in. Um, and it got into the game a little bit late and she, she stopped there down by the student section. She said, Mr. Roller, who, which one of the guys up there is doing our radio? And I pointed up to you and I think you may have had a red sweater on. I said, the guy in the red sweater. And she said, okay, she says, I just want to put a face to it. I've been listening to him my whole drive in <laughs> and I wanted to put a face to who was talking. And Too I funny. said, what a disappointment. Said, <laughs> oh, that's not right. I said, that's, that is him right there. So, uh, it's still cool to me that, you know, here's this younger girl that, you know, you've been doing this 37 years. And to me, you're just a staple. Like I said, that ever since I've been in Jennings County, you've always been there and always been calling the games and, and promoting our kids. But it was cool for me that she kind of had that experience and, and mm. was, was excited to get to know who was the guy talking into the microphone. Yeah, so. That's cool. so, Kim. Yes, sir. How has it been following a guy that's doing play-by-play all over the state of Indiana for 37 years? Fine. Most of the time I enjoy staying home. I was going to say, do you go to the very, I mean, close to never. Really? Um, last, do you stay at home and listen to it on the radio then? Sometimes? Very. very especially <laughs> since I have a whole bunch of Netflix shows I'm following. <laughs> That's when he's gone and you get to do your exactly. thing, right? She listens enough to make sure I got there. Yeah. Yeah. And, Turn it on. And to see how things are going. Gotcha. He's, he's alive. Yep. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> That's um, awesome. The la- last year, I worked the boards a lot. And with the new ownership, I was told that i could still do it but the equipment is such that they don't need somebody and now that i'm teaching full-time elementary music it's kind of nice not to have to go at night yes i did go to the tipton i was supposed to go both days to the conference and some beautiful kindergartners gave me the flu (laughs) so i was in bed christmas week but i went that saturday yeah 
So you got to see the championship game because yes, I uh, I hated that I wasn't there because I went to the boys tournament with it being yes. close, but that Richmond game was something. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I was close enough, and I did something I never do. I think I yelled at the ref, <laughs> and I had to say, "Did you hear me?" He said, "No," but. Baron Wilder's mother heard me, but she was doing the same thing. So I had to apologize to her for yelling at the ref. It was, it was because we were defending Callie when she got struck. And it was, it was amazing because we the boys' game got over early. We listened the whole way home. Yeah. So we were able to get you the whole way home. And and one of my favorite parts is when you said something about you didn't know what the score of the boys game was. So I immediately <laughs> text you and then you brought it out and you said, I got like four or five people <laughs> texting me. And I thought that's what happens when you're on the radio. Because- it's always great to know somebody's listening. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, sure you experienced yeah, that. Yeah. You just had like four listeners. Then, <laughs> yeah. Right? Because- yeah. Sometimes we've had, I'll just say, get Taryn Kent. She'll text you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, so that's what I, I heard it. I thought, well, heck, we're driving back. I'll just text Joe and tell him what the boys did. And, um, but no, but it was, uh, from all accounts, that was one heck of a performance by our girls to make that comeback. Fabulous. And, um, and then uh, one heck of a show by the Richmond fans, I understand, after the game. So, <laughs> yeah, um, they were not happy. They, they, wow. They, and amazing to me because it wasn't really, it, I mean, they let us hang around. I mean, our girls just kept fighting right. and kept fighting and found opportunities. So Joe and I were the last two besides the young janitor. He was probably 20-something. We were the last three in the room, the gym, because we had so much stuff to load up. I, I'm like, can I help you? He goes, no, this is my job. <laughs> so then, Joe, how long have you done like the, the morning show that you, you do? Oh, uh, I would say I, I switched to mornings probably... Uh, around 80 mid mid to late 80s so you did the midday show for a while there and then you've been the morning show pretty much pretty much yeah pretty much ever since then and how, how many different owners has the radio station oh, had wow. a lot a he's lot, the only yeah. employee that's worked for every single one really i guess i have yeah 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 because i started uh, uh towards the end of the oaks uh family ownership uh-huh and uh have been yeah, have been hanging around since then. So, very it's, cool. And it's I, been several changes. So, on your morning show, kind of tell people what what do you try to focus on the morning show, and what do you? I mean, obviously, you're still playing music. I almost said spinning records, but you're not spinning <laughs> records anymore. I used to. Um, but but what what do you try to focus on with the morning show? Oh. Um, Kind of a, a mix of uh, entertainment and information, I suppose. Uh, things that people need to to know to start their day. Uh, weather, sports from the night before. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because uh, there there's so many places to get information anymore. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, I I I still have people tell me that they're they're listening to find out those things. So. Uh, makes me happy when i hear like i say there there really is somebody listening out there you know and it is it is a weird you know uh media because you don't know what you know how many people are listening and you know especially when you're live but the interesting thing to me especially in my job now whenever there's something at the board meeting that happens and you make the announcement the next morning there are people listening because i'll get texts that (laughs) what what exactly did this mean i just heard this on the radio or heard that so 
They, yeah, I mean, it is even with all the the opportunity to get information in our world today. There are a lot of people that are still constantly paying attention to what you do on in the mornings. Well, I think that's why uh, uh, the high school sports is near and dear to my heart because you can't get that anywhere else. Well, I guess you know, in some cases, people are are doing a Facebook Live of it, but. Uh, <laughs> For the most part, uh, I, I'm giving them something they can't get somewhere else. Yeah, and that's, you know, and it's like I said, and, and Callie, um, when she can't get you on the radio to listen to a game, she struggles because if she if she doesn't go to the girls' game and I'm there, we're, we're both somewhere else, um, she struggles with the idea of not being able to get that radio station. So um it is something that's important and vital to us i say we do listen a lot (laughs) if we're not there we're listening you and i can tell you that that first year that i got into administration and stepped down as football coach i really really struggled going to games um i can understand that and i'm i'm much better now i like being there but i really struggled going to games and being on the sidelines so I used to, we were still living in Vernon at that. I used to sit out in that little garage behind our old house and just listen to you on the radio and follow along with the games because it just, it, it was a struggle for me to be there. So it, it is something that I think a lot of people take advantage of. And, and I do mean it when I say it's, you know, we appreciate what you do for everybody. I think the, the thing that, that makes me feel good is when, um, a, a player or a parent tells me, you know, grandma and grandpa can't come to the game. Yeah, I yeah, I'm sure that you get a lot of those. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, older you, grandparents or or whoever that you're exactly right that probably can't make it, um, that are able to at least listen to it. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. And I think one of the coolest things as a coach, and I love seeing the basketball coaches do it, is when you take that kid up to talk to you guys after the game. And Friday night was really cool because. You know, yes. Tyler Roberts, her whole, you know, what she does for that girls team is unbelievable with the, you know, energy she brings and the leadership she brings and the practice player she is. And she scores and then Christy brings her up to talk. And then Joe Kelly, what a game by Joe oh, Kelly. Yeah. And and what he's come on and done here um in you know, the second half of the season coming from a JV guy that split time to they're not going to get him back to JV now. I mean, he is he is doing some really great things. So to see a kid get to make that walk, you know, over to talk to you on the radio is is really really cool. I think one of the reasons I I really enjoy doing the boys JV games is because I see them come and make that progress. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that because that's what, you know, and and as an outsider, I know that you know, it's tough as a coach to decide when's the right time to make that jump with that guy. And, and I know I've been bugging coach land a little bit and say, man, when is Joe going to get some time? He's at JV. He looked good in those few varsity minutes. And, and, uh, he's definitely going to be a help for us going down the, uh, down the stretch here in, in the basketball season. So competition is a good thing on a team too. Uh, push some of the oh, guys yeah. that are ahead Abs- of him. You absolutely. Know? Yeah. So Joe, we, we, we talked there a little bit about, spinning records mm-hmm. and i'm gonna ask you this how how much has the radio business changed or the the actual you know being on the radio changed in the 37 years that you've done it oh uh, when i was starting uh, people were still using uh razor blade and grease paint to edit <laughs> tape you know and cut it and piece it together and uh, it's all done digitally now 
uh, we were playing 45s primarily when mm-hmm. uh, when I started, and uh, um, you know commercials were on. Uh, uh, we called them carts. Uh, it looked like an eight-track tape. Uh, if you know what an eight-track tape looks like, I do. Before I, your time, from the Fraser Show. If you've ever seen what Roz does, that's the carts. There yeah, go. that's a good. That's a good way to describe it. Those those were the carts, and that was a continuous loop tape. So you 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 pop it in, and you play the commercial, and it automatically cues itself up for the next time. Uh, so that's uh, that's the way it was when I started, and now of course everything's uh, recorded digitally on the computer and. So those those kinds of things have changed. Um, I guess those would be the the two things that come to mind. Has it has it gotten easier or is it just different? I wouldn't say easier because it's it's there's more to learn. You know, you have to. There's more steps sometimes in order to do it right, but uh, uh, it's better. It's better. I mean, I because I know like sometimes you think technology, oh, everything's gotten easier, but but like I feel like sometimes here, even with the little stuff we do, not what you're doing, but there's still a lot of I got to click this, I got to do this, I got to get to here. So even though I'm not pulling that 45 or or putting in that, uh, you know, that a track tape, um, there's still a lot you got to do. And even when I've been down at the radio station with you now and been on. You got a lot of stuff going on just to get that whole show together. A lot of people have asked with our most recent changes, uh, you know, how's that been for you? And I say I'm I'm on a, a learning curve on so many levels, you know, and it's and uh, been taken out of my comfort zone on a number of levels. And it's and I and I tell them that's that's a good thing because really I've even with the digital age and and everything, I've been using the same system for years, and so to have to learn. Uh, a, a whole new system is was was kind of dramatic actually <laughs> for me i'm sure <laughs> so but yeah it's all good uh, you know i uh been in the same rut for a long time so it was good to get out of it i guess <laughs> kim i'm gonna ask you what is it like when and and i know you said you don't you don't always listen to all the games because of your uh your netflix shows but <laughs> what is it What's it like when you turn on the radio and you hear your husband's voice? I love it. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Well, and he's like a kind of like a celebrity. I, th- I mean, like in a sense to where, I mean, a lot of people listen to right. him. And even like the girl that, that Dustin said, it's like, you know, every, like the voice, everybody knows the voice, you know, whether they can put a face to it or not. Right. So when I, mean, I sub at Columbus North High School, it doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. But when I go to Jennings County, a lot of those kids especially the seniors have known me their whole school life because yeah. this is my 12th school year. But since I haven't been there lately, I've actually had kids say, Oh, you're Joe Ammerman's wife. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I hear the same thing from those kids. They, a, a lot of them, they say, Ammerman, are, are you related to that lady who's a sub, teacher? Yeah, yeah. I know her. <laughs> yeah. We'll go, we'll go out, uh, around the community and, uh, out of nowhere, some little kid runs up and gives her a big hug. And it's like, I, I don't even know this child. You know? Right. So sometimes she's the celebrity. There to be you honest go. With you. So what, what kind of, I'm, I'm going to go this because I know as the radio station has changed as well, the type of music you're you uh are playing has changed it has how many different changes have you seen there because you're now corn country mm-hmm. before you were an oldie station right 
Has it changed prior to, prior to that? I've done uh, country, this is at least the third, maybe the fourth time over the years. Really? Um, uh, I, I probably, in, I really enjoyed the, uh, the, the oldies, um, classic hits format. Actually, uh, I did uh, what we called adult standards for several years. Um, you know, everything from Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby, the Glenn Miller Orchestra, and uh, that was that was actually kind of fun. Yeah, that's that's something that you don't see. I mean, that's something totally different than, yeah. than what a lot of people. That have. was probably back in the '80s, early '90s, I would think. And we even did a stint of ESPN Radio. That, that's probably really? before you came to town. And, uh, of course, that was fun. Um, so I, I wasn't wasn't as on the air as much at that time, I guess, because we were carrying the network most of the mm-hmm. time. But but hmm. it, it was pretty cool. And we did we did regular talk radio for a while, too. Really? And Dr. Laura, Rush Limbaugh, you know, all that stuff. It, I think it's I think that's the amazing thing about radio is is how much those stations can change. And yeah. and you really have to be a, a jack of all trades. I mean, because any moment there may be a change in programming or a change in ownership that means you're no longer doing oldies. You're you're spending today's country hits, you know, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, and talk about the rut that I was in. Uh, I wasn't even listening to other formats for years, and it was like country. Oh, I've done country before. Except Not this I have, country. I have no <laughs> idea who the artists are right now. So uh, that, yeah, uh, this, this isn't the country that most of us grew up on. That's no, it for isn't. sure. It isn't. No, but even though it's not my favorite, I still have some. Song. I'll tell him. Oh, I really like that one song. That's got a good message. Or yeah, you know. yeah. There's two or three, maybe three or four that I really like. And I'm going to ask this too, because this is to kind of transition away. You both have been involved in real estate as well. Yes, yes sir. And this is our 12th year. 12th year okay. doing real estate. Wow. How, how has that, Joe, you, you don't, you don't bother with the details do you because kim's got them down and you're like man i didn't know i've done that that long i know she's the I, one I didn't except, realize i didn't realize i've been this that long but i tell people i show the pretty houses and i let him do all the paperwork there you go there you go good team yeah teamwork they are the a team yes <laughs> that's his go. thought and i thought that was very cute that i like good. it i like it how have you seen real estate change in in the time being because you know right now i know the the big problem is there's not a whole lot of houses to, to sell exactly yeah I think probably the the biggest change happened before we started or right around the time right, when we were, we were taking our classes. Yeah, the the whole idea of the multiple listing service and uh, you know, it used to be uh, I can remember when we bought our first house, I went to Bob Barber and I said, uh, you know, Bob, I want to buy a house. I don't really know what what to do, what I can afford, where, you know. And he he we would line up houses that would be a good match for us that didn't happen anymore by the time somebody calls us to see to see houses they've already picked them out the ones oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know? you're right and so very seldom do i have to try and figure out uh what to show somebody they've probably already got a list of houses they, they want to look right. at and they've looked at you know sometimes 20 or 30 pictures of the house oh already. yeah yeah that's true so and i'm gonna say this and 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 not not knocking anybody that's in it but 
the realtors do a really good job of taking pictures of places. I mean, they can, and not and not in a bad way. I mean, they can make a house look really, really good, yes. and and hide imperfections and hide little things sometimes. But even sometimes make it look the way that you know, like when we bought our first house in Vernon, I walked in and the lady was a collector of a lot of different things, and it felt so oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. that you're it was tough because i kept looking at it and thinking gosh this house is really small and i know our our realtor at the time kept saying it's a lot bigger once it's out and right. you know so sometimes it takes that to to really see what a house can be so you know that that's a that's definitely an interesting thing to do kim kim is a lot better at seeing a potential in a house than i am you know i see it as it is and yeah. she thinks oh you know you just move this and take that down and everything looks a lot different huh but you're definitely right. Jennings County right now, because I tried the realtor.com. I look at it regularly. We have close to nothing compared to Jackson and Jennings. Yeah. We, we have like, you know, 60-some listings for our whole county. And Jackson has in the 200s and Columbus has in the 300s, I think. Really? It, it is. It's amazing. And, and you know, and what what do you attribute? What do you think that is, is causing people not to... Not to sell. I mean, I don't know. You have a thought on no. that? I don't know. It's. Um, I think part of it is we're not we're not getting enough new builds right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the answer. Some to people that is. sometimes think that their house is worth more than it is, and they call you for a it's broker's. What's it? BM. Wait a minute. Price opinion. Yes, BPO, and. We'll tell them after we do some research, and they don't like that. Yeah, and I said almost well, everybody thinks their house. Oh, is worth I'm sure. More than I'm sure is. you're exactly right. They <laughs> yeah. think it's more worth more than we what sold it. our first house last year after being landlords for 16 years, and of course we wanted way more, but right. hey, we were able to get rid of it. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my dad always laughs when he sees things, you know, in the housing market or collectibles and antiques, and he uh, he sold antiques for a while, and he always said. That's fine that that's what you want to price it at or what you think it's worth, but somebody's got to be willing to buy it. That's what it's right. exactly. that's what it's really worth. So it no is. no matter what you think, it's somebody's got to be willing to buy yeah. it. No matter what you're selling, it's worth what somebody's willing to pay. Exactly, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So looking forward, um, you said earlier that you got a daughter that's going to get married and you guys have grandkids. So what what are you both looking forward to going forward? It's the start of 2019 here, so what are we looking forward to? <laughs> what are you looking forward to, mister? We, we always look forward to vacation, actually. All right. <laughs> you know, um, we had someone ask us, I have to be kind of generic, but asked us last fall where we generally go, and we generally like to go to Hilton Head, either a cheap motel or we don't even mind listening to timeshares. We just say no and staying at one of their spots. We just like to go to Hilton Head, and we have family in upstate South Carolina, so we go there first, spend the night, go on to Hilton Head for a few days. So this time, we were able to stay, fly to Florida, and the Gulf Coast, I've decided that's really not that bad of a place. Uh, We had a good time. It's called Madera Beach, Johns Pass, and we stayed at a private residence, and it was fabulous. We went during the Seafood Festival in late October. It was wonderful. Well, that was my next question. When are you able to go on vacation? Because, I mean, between football and, I mean, like all of the, I mean, 
We actually missed I, I mean, one girls basketball game. Well, because, you know, like for January here, I was looking at Dustin's calendar <laughs> and everything. And it's like, I mean, pretty much every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there's either a home or away boys or girls game. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, so that that's you. I mean, that like you've got to go to all of, you go to all of them. <laughs> it, it is hard. Um, and I don't particularly uh, want to go when it's really hot. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So uh, uh, typically we'll we'll miss. Um, there have been a few years we've missed one football game. You know? Okay, and this year we missed and, one. And that's what I, I was going to say. Maybe in between seasons, where you, if you can get like a a time frame in this year. This year was more difficult because of the the new equipment I was using and the the, the learning curve on on how to run it. I I didn't want to miss a football game and try to explain to somebody how to how to fill in for me. So. We thought we had it perfectly timed, you know. If we win a if we win a sectional football game and we play into the second week, and then the week after that, we should be good. Basketball won't have started yet, yeah. and I didn't realize how early the girls' season oh my started gosh. this year. I know, I know. And and you know the other thing with that is too that that gets you the fall is usually pretty set. Now that we get into the winter and spring, as we all know, you know we've got tons of makeups already oh, from yeah. this Saturday yes, and. Yeah. And it, it doesn't get any better. So trying to plan something now is almost impossible. Right. So, yeah. So you usually like Hilton Head, but you found this place in Florida that you like. So you look forward to vacations. Anything else? Um, I like staying home. Being snowed in doesn't bother me one bit, <laughs> especially since I'm, I still have eight more weeks at Richards Elementary in Columbus. You're, you're all right with just being snowed in and yeah. at home. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't my, my wife and kids uh, had to go to a, a baby shower in Illinois this weekend. So they just got back this afternoon. So <laughs> I uh, they left Friday right after school. So I got home Friday night. It was just me and the dog and all day Saturday. It was yeah, just you didn't me have any games to go and, to Saturday. So he's like, I am good. So yeah. <laughs> me and the dog watched a lot of football and hung out. Yeah, it was life was pretty good around here. So but when you so, Joe, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to you kind of talk there about what all you've played uh, as far as music what what is your what type of music do you listen to or what kind of radio do you listen to when you're not on the air you know sometimes none at all i wondered about that yeah yeah um and here lately uh with the run the colts were on uh, i would listen to some sports talk uh, yeah. radio um but i you know i i i've learned to like a lot of different styles of music um, you know, people ask, well, how are you, how you going to do with country? And, you know, I don't know that country's ever been my first choice, but every time I've done it, it, it grows on me and I like it. So, uh, so yeah, I can, I can listen to a lot of different things. So there are times though, when you get in your car and you're just like, no, nah, I, yeah. I just want silence. Quiet. Yeah. I can get that. Yeah, I do too. Kim, what, 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 what's your listening preference? Usually WIBC. Cause that's what I grew up on. <laughs> That's talk. Yep. Yes. And it's all talk now. And I listen to them a lot. And lately I've been listening to a public radio station. Sometimes I listen to the one in Bloomington. It has a lot of classical, but there's one out of Indianapolis called Diamond 88.7. And they have classical and jazz and kind of newer stuff. Okay. Very cool. Really good. Huh. Okay. And then WJCP, of course. Well, Yeah. <laughs> I love that we can get it 97.7 also. Yes, I agree with that. I didn't realize that until 
we were coming well, home for the tournament. Well, that was when we were coming home for the girls game. I'm like, what are you turning it to? And then I heard, and I'm like, well, because, I mean, I just didn't know that. I've just been out of the loop, I guess. Yeah. So. I can remember when we first met, uh, she would tell me, uh, this was before talk radio was really popular. And, uh, you know, so we would talk about what we listened to. And, and she said, oh, I listen to Bruce Williams every night. Oh, yeah, well, what's he play? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I miss him talks. since he retired. <laughs> yeah, he, he just talks. <laughs> and he takes, you know, and uh, and that was, it, I actually did find it was an interesting show. And uh, it didn't. But it, it, I guess it caught on. Maybe he was a pioneer. Yeah, you know, and it is funny because with today the the amazing thing to me is with today's generation of kids that you know don't have much of an attention span and want this immediate satisfaction the idea of podcasting and the especially the talking stuff that has become wildly popular with the true crime and the the comedy and all these different shows it's not something that i would have ever thought would have would have caught on the way it has but talk radio has really become wildly popular oh yeah well it was uh, probably uh trying to think of what what i would say the heyday was but when uh, when rush and dr laurel were both really big uh we were kind of that's about the time that that we were carrying that kind of thing and uh people were passionate you know i can remember going into one uh, advertiser one business in north vernon sat down with him and he said uh, you play that rush limbaugh don't you and i said yeah we do and he said I hate Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> and I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> That's funny. But but that is 100% the truth. It yeah. doesn't matter which side you're on. I can remember being with my grandfather, and the same kind of thing. Rush Limbaugh would be on the radio, and he would be cursing mad, driving his Cadillac, but wouldn't change the, the next station. day. He tuned it in again. Yeah, right? and I'm yeah. like, why wouldn't you just go to something? But he had to hear what he was going to say just to infuriate him. And then, what, <laughs> as soon as you get out of the car, he'd say, "Can you believe he said that?" Well, I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me any. But yeah, it's amazing the way the passion can come out in some of those things, and uh, you know, get people fired up. So I listen to Dave Ramsey a lot too. Dave is Dave is a really good one. He's I get a, him on CSI in Columbus. 1390 in Jackson County, 95.9 in Indianapolis, wherever you, you, I can I'll find say, him. You've got it all figured out, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything's set in the car, and I know what time. <laughs> what time you got to listen to what? Yeah. You go. Um, hold on real quick. There is someone that, that has mentioned that you, uh, you have family in California as well, and how about vacationing in California? Mary. Oh. Yeah, my my Sis- sister is that your sister mary yes yeah she says <laughs> how about awesome. vacationing in california you have family there too um, <laughs> we do we could do that we should do that if we go visit jack and mary whom we know and adore in northern <laughs> california his big sister we'd have to go to southern california and meet my two cousins that i've never met in my whole life okay. they live in la well there you go anthony yeah. and Brian. Yeah. When you Brian said fam- and I are friends on When Facebook. you said family in California, I thought you were yeah. directing that towards her because uh, okay. my, my family in California kind of moved there from Colorado. So, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. They followed no. their, um, I think they followed their daughter-in-law, daughter, excuse me. They all kind of getting her doctorate, there, yeah. And then they all ended up there from Colorado Springs. That's, Very cool. That's really cool. I have never been out that way. I, I think 
Probably Oklahoma is the farthest west I've been, and that's something yeah. I would love to do is to get out to the west coast and see things out that way. It's many years ago that I visited my sister in Colorado Springs, and that's as far west as I've been. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, send us an invitation. Give us an itinerary of what we're going to do when there we get go. there, right? Exactly. <laughs> and we know they bought a house, so they have room for us, I believe. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, well, um, looking at... Well, I'm going to ask you this, Kim. What is the, as a substitute teacher, and I, did you ever substitute, Callie? I, did I sub? Yeah. I subbed um, for like, like my senior year of college, like on breaks and stuff, I subbed a little okay. bit. So a handful of times, but not that much. I never subbed because I was afraid it would make me not want to be a teacher. <laughs> Even though they told us to do that, to get our foot in the door. Yeah. I never wanted to walk in as a substitute. So I never did it. So. Kim, what do you think is the toughest part about being a substitute? Well, right now as a permanent substitute, it's sometimes getting the sixth graders especially to take me seriously. One of them said, oh, you're just a sub. Uh, no, I'm your real teacher for 16 weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be here again tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. I'll yeah. be here until spring break. Just get used to it. And some of them have gotten used to it. There's one that's still, it's taken him a sweet little old time, but <laughs> I'm working on him. Yeah. And what do you think the most difficult grade level is to come in and substitute Yeah, because you've probably done, done, done them all. done them all. Um, at Richards, I have 23 classes, and I have everybody in the whole school, kindergarten through sixth. And I early, for college, I studied early childhood ed for two years. Excuse me, elementary ed. Then I switched to early childhood ed. But then I was a homeschool mom for 19 years, so I taught everything. So I'm loving now kindergarten, first and second. The only reason I'm loving third right now is because we just started recorders this week, and I do not mind this squeaky stuff. Really? I, oh, it's it's a blast because those kids are so pumped. The last group of kids got the recorders on Friday, and it is just so much fun. They were so excited to get them. I'm and, sure their parents were too. Oh yes. I was just going to say I said a staff member walking with her daughter down the hallway oh, the other yeah. day. Her daughter had a recorder, and the staff member said. You can't play that in the house. <laughs> and the um, sixth graders, I'm thankful they can't take the guitars home because Mrs. Leakin, the lady I'm subbing for, she's actually one of the few in Columbus that now does it. I mean, we have those guitars have been there for a long time, borrowed from several different schools. Really? Somebody built a rack for them and they stay in the corner of our room. That's cool. But um, so I would think kindergarten first, second and f- fourth and fifth, third and sixth are not my favorites. You still love high school, though. I was say, how, oh, is, how oh, about yeah. mi- middle school and high school? How do they compare? Oh, middle school, no. No middle um, school? A few years ago at Jennings County Middle, three years ago, I was the choir director for eight weeks. And the only thing I've done there since is subbed one time for Grant Pfeiffer last year. And other than that, I help him. I chaperone band and um, orchestra events. Other than that, middle school, no. Just high school. And high school, any subject... I've even subbed for the director, the lady of um, North's um, PE department. Oh, okay. I've even subbed for her. She's fun, too. <laughs> She's been there like 40 years, and she likes it when I sub for her. So, And I've done the weight room. They called me one day <laughs> at prep time and said, we really need you to go down to the weight room. You've done it before. You can handle it. And I said, basically, you're keeping children from killing each other and themselves. That's it. <laughs> yeah, safety is really the only big thing. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, and I make my rounds, put the computer up, and because they 
the high school, well, all the t- subs get a computer. I just put the computer in the window well, and I just make my rounds and make sure I have the right amount of students that says on the computer. <laughs> yeah. And when they keep moving, then I'm like, quit moving. I want to count you. Yeah. 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 You're supposed to just sit at a desk. I, yeah. I, when That's you're moving, I got I to keep yeah. track well, of it. In the you. weight room, it's real hard. Absolutely. Yeah. working out. Yeah. Well, and... I know at Jennings County, we've thrown you in any and every subject we can, because when we can get you in there, we're going to use you. So I've only done PE one time, though. Really? That, but, you that know, was a long time ago. The crazy thing is, our PE teachers don't miss very often. Right. Okay. I mean, that, that group um, is usually there pretty regularly. Um, so what is it? Obviously, you've got that music background. Outside of the music where it's your natural, what's your other subject? English that you really, and social studies. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, probably because I minored in English in college. Okay. And social studies, I'm better at it. I'm no good at math and science. <laughs> but for some reason, one day I was subbing in the math department at North, and this lady teacher, I was talking to this man saying, hey, I was just your sub the other day, but the lady walking by did not realize we were talking about a past. And she says, hey, wait a minute, she's subbing for me tomorrow. And it was like they were going to fight over me. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, it's okay. But the kids know it. And I've had a student say to me, not disrespectfully, Mrs. Ammerman, but why did they have you? I said, it's called a warm body to fill the room. (laughs) I said, but I'm going to ask you questions, you know. Well, and I think, you know, as a as an educator and I know Callie will back this up, who you end up with as a sub is huge. It is. Because, you know, you can come back to whatever you were hoping was going to get done, never got done. You can come back to a mess of you know classroom management because we all know when a sub comes in that kids are going to push and see how far they can go um which is just naturally being a kid um so when you have a good sub that can control the classroom can get things done and you come back and there's not all these issues it's like oh wow yeah. this is this is really nice so you you guys as subs are absolutely vital to to what classroom teachers do every day and as a principal now you're vital to us too because we're not fighting the uh the issues when we've got good oh, subs yeah. in the building well thank you and i know edna doesn't probably always appreciate me the because now i've grown enough that i don't do early morning calls anymore i prefer way ahead I don't do any middle school or elementary in Jennings anymore. And I know she doesn't like that, but I'm like, I'm tired. I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you another area she's done well in, and uh, not being an educator, I'm not sure what it's called, but that class where the, I know exactly impact where yeah where the kids have some special uh, uh, circumstances. I love subbing for Sarah Sterling at Jennings, Uh and at Columbus um, McDowell. I've actually Mm -hmm. done a. In the three years I've been at McDowell, this is actually my third leave. Two at elementary, one at McDowell for five weeks. And then I have subbed at Restart, but I, I've i made good friends with one of the TAs. I actually went to with her to an East Ball game the other night to watch one of our former students play for Danny Brown. And she told me that right now at Restart they hardly have any students. And I said, no offense, but there are bad kids. And she said that the new administrator the new superintendent has a different mindset than the other one so they're not sending the kids there they're keeping them at their home schools longer so no and that's a but i love the alternative schools also that is a awesome. with with us at jennings that's a job where and i'm sure that's a hard area to get subs it is and in, you in and area. you really worry who's going to be in there because yeah, it, it is right. it's 
it's kind of like spinning a bunch of plates. His kids are taking different classes, different subjects. Yeah. It's kind of at their own pace, and you have to have someone in there that can that can push them, but not push them too hard. Because yeah. when you push yeah. too much, they're going to rebel and and you know come back. So it definitely takes the right person. And yeah, that's a that's a great point, Joe, because she does a tremendous job in that. You, you know what I told you about uh, her being good at seeing the potential in a house that mm-hmm. uh, it, it needs work. She's kind of that way with people too. And I think that's why those kind of kids end up liking her. I, I Yeah, I would say you're right. The one in Mrs. Sterling's class, she taught me several years ago how instead of just walking around looking on the computer to make sure they're really doing their work and not playing a game, I can spy online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still get up and walk several times an hour but because I can't stand sitting still. But I also can see if they've done work. And if I see that they've only been idle for one minute and worked for 40, I don't say one word. Mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah. Because we all have to have breaks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, we are at about 50 minutes already. Really? Cool. Yeah, which is, uh, it It goes faster than what you think. Um, <laughs> but I want to say, first of all, um, thank you to both. Um, you guys are... Thank you for having us. You're, you're jacks of all trades. Um, and I don't want to <laughs> say master of none because you're honestly masters at what you do, even though you have all these things going on. And um, Joe, first of all, I really, really appreciate everything you do for uh, the Jennings County community and Jennings County High School. Um, the stuff you've started for us on Wednesday mornings, uh, having somebody come in for you know ten minutes and just again promoting what the high school, the good things the high school is doing. You know, one thing I've said since I've been here is that we're our own worst enemy because we don't we don't promote all the great things going on. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate what you're doing with that. I obviously appreciate everything you do to to promote our sports and cover our sports and talk with our coaches um going back a little bit i always love getting the chance to sit with you on saturday mornings and talk um sometimes without much sleep um and, and sometimes good good mornings and bad mornings <laughs> really needing the coffee but you always made it easy to come in and uh and talk so the free breakfast makes it worthwhile uh, yes, it, it does. does it does <laughs> Um, and Kim, for everything you yes, do uh, with the real estate market and substitute teaching, you know, I can I'm, I can honestly say that I'm always excited when um, I see you at the school and I know the kids love you and I appreciate everything you do for our community as well. And I wish you guys both the best in 2019. Um, obviously, now you've got a California vacation to plan. So, <laughs> But I truly do appreciate you guys coming and being a part of the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. All right.